Vegas Golden Knights have made NHL history. The waiting is over. The New York Rangers are the Stanley Cup champions. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chicago Blackhawks have won the Stanley Cup. And on here, center with an opening up the way. Hit the puck with the shot. How you doing? I'm Tony Gaglione. I'm Alex D'Ambrosio. I'm Ethan Gettemeyer. This is Man Cave Sports. That song reminds me of Idle Hands, which is a pretty great Halloween movie to watch where the hand comes alive <laughs> after he cuts it off. Oh, we should have done some, <clears throat> like a top five, like, worst horror movies. Oh, no. Like a Thanksgiving or Rubber. Have you seen Rubber? No, I haven't. It's a killer tire. It's god awful. You can do The Human Centipede. Human Centipede's a good one. Uh... Off killer bong, oh yeah, killer clowns e- from evil outer bong, space. Yeah. yeah. Where they wrap you, you up about? in cotton candy. <laughs> killer clowns from outer space was. Fun. I know you like that movie. You're a horror freak, but like it's it's so f- <laughs> terrible that it's kind of funny. Alex, guess what? What we're gonna talk about sports today, not horror. You ever seen Teeth? <laughs> Please, don't that's about as far as that. I can talk about it. But I'm <laughs> just curious. You ever so seen bad. it? I mean, I it's where it. you would imagine the teeth would be. Oh no, yeah. That's horrible. So what's up? What are we doing? We're talking about sports today. Alex, as you know, is a history degree major, but he chooses to do sports talk radio. So we're going to utilize his history degree, which means he Googled some stuff, and um, he's going to let us know what happened this day in history. This day in sports history, 1995, the New Jersey Devils decide they're going to stay in New Jersey. This is 125 days after they won the Stanley Cup. They decide, yeah, we should stay. Then they win in 2000 and 2003. Uh, 2000, in 2003, Bethany Hamilton. Ever heard of that name? No. All right. Well, she had her arm bitten off by a great white shark. Oh, the surfer. On this day. Yeah. This is the surfer. Yeah. Soul surfer. Yeah. They made a movie out yeah. of it. Yeah. In 2003, she had her arm it's bitten off today. not a bad movie. Now. It? it was pretty good. I saw I didn't never finished it. I know it was on like. It's a good movie. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. You saw it in the theater. That's commitment. Wow. Did you finish it? (laughs) (laughs) Done. Uh, And 2014, listen to this Baseball Hall of Fame uh, lineup, I guess. Greg Maddox, Tom Gavin, Frank Thomas, Bobby Clark. What did I say? Gavin. Gavin. Yeah, well, there's an L there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Bobby Cox, Tony La Russa, and Joe Torre. Wow. That's a hell of a list for one. Joe Torre. Yeah. (laughs) Don't act like you know who Joe Torre is. Who's Joe Torrey? Don't know. Nah, right. No, my mind went to Tory Hunter. Joe Torrey. <laughs> Joe Torrey is like fifty wow. years older than Tory Hunter. He was the Yankees manager, and now he's in charge of the uh, umpires, I believe. That's his current MLB job. Oh, okay. Um, also, I got two deaths. Uh oh. Willie McCovey in in 2018, and in 1983 was Papa Bear. Oh, Papa Bear Hallis? Yeah. Speaking of which, they're going to name the new stadium in Arlington Heights uh, George H. Hallis Stadium. Nice. Which is awesome because they're not taking any sponsorship money to like make it, yeah. you know, a guaranteed rate field. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Some dumb crap like that. Isn't the Giants like 
the the ball when the ball goes into the water isn't that called McCovey Cove or something? Yep. Yeah. Is that after that's him? Willie McCovey? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Uh, stats of the day? Yeah. Okay, I got a lot, so be prepared. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger has more wins in Cleveland than any Cleveland quarterback <laughs> since 1999, and he only plays there once a year. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's so bad. I got plenty more. I need you to like text me that. Well, That's just so incredible. you know, we'll, do, we'll, we'll say it again. The Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger from Miami of Ohio has more wins in Cleveland, Ohio, than any Cleveland quarterback since the year 1999, and he only plays there once a year. Uh, where did he go to college? Who? Ben. I just said Miami of Ohio. So does that count towards the stats? His no, wins no, in college? No. Because it says in Ohio. I'm just checking. No, no. I added that in. Okay, okay. I added it in because... (laughs) Because it's another middle finger. Yeah, basically. Warren Spawn. Alex knows who Warren Spawn is. Ethan Wong. Warren Spawn had 363 career... Career. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Career. I like it. Paging Dr. Freud. (laughs) Career wins. And 363 career hits. He had 356 wins and 356 hits with the Braves. He had four wins and four hits with the Mets and three wins and three hits with the Giants. He also had four postseason wins and four postseason hits. Okay. This is a pitcher. Now, I was going to say, now this has to be a pitcher, and I completely forgot who it was because of your... Okay, got it. (laughs) So he has the same number of hits then he has wins on every single team, including the postseason. That's pretty cool. It's pretty weak, but it's pretty cool <laughs> at the same time. Pistol Pete Maravich. Yeah. Averaged 45 points a game at LSU before the three-point line. Someone in NCAA calculated, looking at game shooting stats and game footage, that with the three-point line, he would have averaged 59.9 points a game. Wow. Considering where he was shooting the ball from. That's one of those things where you never understood like why some things were like that. Like I understand that the three point line was added later, but did you know they only started counting like sacks as a record in football in like the eighties? Yeah, something like that. Like why did really? they just didn't care that oh, he fell down? You know, you got no credit for it. it was yeah, weird. that's true. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice had ninety three receptions at the age of forty. Who had the second most receptions after forty? Tom Brady and Brett Favre with one each. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's really great. Uh, Nolan Ryan has struck out seven pairs of father and son duos in Major League Baseball. In a game or just in general? Just in general, okay. including Griffey Sr. and Jr. And who is this? Nolan Ryan. Okay. And the final. So you got I like th- Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds is, uh, what's it, Bobby Bonds? Yeah, be something another like one. that probably. Uh, cool. The final, which I enjoy. Um and probably two of the ones that uh, Nolan Ryan struck out, Tony Gwynn and Tony Gwynn Jr. Um, Gwynn had four more four-hit games than two strikeout games in his career. Hall of Famer Greg Maddox faced Tony Gwynn 107 times. We talked about Greg last week and how good he was. Yeah, and on this day he went in the Hall of Fame too. So in 107 times, how many times do you think he struck out Tony Gwynn? I mean, it's Tony Gwynn. I'm going to say like two. Ethan? I'd say three. None. Wow. Oh. 
Gwynn averaged 21.7 strikeouts per season. In 2019, 129 players. 20, hold on. <laughs> just let, let me finish. This no, no. Will, this the first the, part of that is insane. This will put this into perspective Sorry. for you. He averaged 21.7 strikeouts per season. In 2019, 129 MLB players had 22 strikeouts by the end of April. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's, that's the a month. first month of the season. Yeah. He could have gone O for 1,160 to end his career and still finished with a career batting average of 300. <laughs> wow. My God. I think it's safe to say that Tony Gwynn, besides Pete Rose, is the greatest hitter yeah. of all time. Yeah, there's a huge statue of him outside of uh, Petco. I mean, really? when I looked yeah. this stuff up today and I was like... It's on like Tony Gwynn Parkway or Avenue or oh, something. Wow. Oh, yeah. That just... It, it blew my mind, some of that. And I just had to keep going and keep going and keep looking <laughs> up more fun stuff. Ethan, do we have a question? We do. Um, so this one is hockey-related, actually. Um, so I was watching the Panthers game on Saturday or uh, Friday night. And they were playing Detroit. And the puck went on top of the net. Mm-hmm. And a Detroit player went and pushed the net off. <laughs> is that that's a penalty for sure? Because should be. What is it? It'd be, is that a delay of game or is yeah. that a is that a different kind of penalty? No, it's a delay of game. Delay of game, yeah. So then, would it be called if somebody like forcefully shoved another player into kosher? Really? Yeah. yeah. If you're uh, finishing a check, it doesn't matter where your player ends up, uh, even if it is in the net and. The Same only thing as other... going over the boards. Like, if you push somebody over the boards, it's not a penalty, right? Yeah, exactly. And the only other player that can get a delay a game penalty besides throwing it over the glass um, for pushing the net off is the goalie. And it's happened many times because he gets nervous and he'll push the net off during a uh, scramble and they'll call a delay a game on that. Okay. I, I didn't know if it was like a delay a game penalty or if there was like some other like penalty. No, it's like... definitely a delay a game. If you purposely shove the net off the moorings when uh, the other team has the puck in the offensive zone, it's a delay a game. I think if the te- if the puck is in the neutral zone or the defensive zone, then it doesn't matter. They the refs won't say a word. So then, what if the goalie is like backing up to try and stop the play and like it has to be intentional? It has to be intentional. Yeah, a couple okay. years ago, Hank got pissed off because he got hit, interfered with, no call. So he stood up. He didn't even have a stick. Uh, I can't remember who it was playing. I want to say it was the Capitals. Honestly, <coughs> they come skating back into the zone. He pushed the net. He off. turns around and just shoves the net off, and the referee's like, "Ah." Uh, uh, <laughs> Stop! You can't. You can't do that. Huh. Okay. Delay game. It's a pain in the butt. A lot of questions you ask are are seriously like um, discretion questions, which are hard to answer because it's like yes and no. Yeah. When you first said the puck on top of the net, I was gonna say like it should be a stoppage right there, but it's not. Not it's a yet, discretionary you thing. Still you still have the opportunity yeah. to try and smack the puck off the net or smack it off with your hand. And if you do knock it off, then they keep playing. So it's like, it's still so discretionary. So the goalie like covers it on top of the net, just like puts his glove over it? Then they'll, then they'll the stop goes, the play. Yeah. Uh, the goalie also has a chance to turn around, stick his stick under it, and pop it up in the air back into play. The rule so. is that the referee is supposed to blow the whistle when he cannot see the puck. So even if it's behind the net in the little pouch... On top of the net, if you can't see it on the ice, you're supposed to blow the whistle. You're not supposed to be like instantly, I don't know where it is. Oh, it was behind the guy's stick. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they're supposed to at least give it a moment or two. 
So there's a leniency on like looking and trying to make sure that they can see the puck before blowing the whistle. Yeah, I mean, we've we've all been playing games on video games or watching games live where they the referee blows the whistle real quick and the goalie tries to throw it out and he looks back at the referee like, "Come on, I was trying to play yeah. the puck." And oh, sorry, you know, the puck was in play. Yeah. Like, why the hell did you blow the whistle? In fact, something like that will come up in my um, top five strangest things we've seen in sports. Um, do we want to get into the football scores today? Sure. All right, real quick. Um, let's get our Sunday and Monday night games picks okay. in, and then we'll go over the scores that would happen today. So, tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Dallas Cowboys versus Vikings. <laughs> Who you got? Cowboys and Vikings? Yeah. Oh, God. Vikings? Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that bandwagon. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a hell of a game. I think he can. I mean... It depends. I, uh, it's, look, I've never trusted him. Dak Prescott is a little questionable. Yeah. So I don't know how much running around the pocket he's going to do. So if he doesn't get protection, that game is over. Giant. Also, I hope he breaks his leg. So there's the other fact wow. of that that I don't want to root for him. Because I hope he breaks... Not like... You know, ganganous and it comes off and whatever, but just broken. Just, just enough to be out for the season. Yeah, just or two. broken. Okay, Giants-Chiefs. <laughs> I'm glad you're so morbid, Alex. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, on the next topic, my New York Giants are playing on Monday. I got them. Who you got? Who are they playing? KC. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take KC. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> it's not an easy guess, though. I mean, we were just talking last week about Patrick Mahomes is vulnerable. They're at Arrowhead. I'm going to take Kansas City. Okay. I'm going to take the lead. (laughs) I don't think so, buddy. I (laughs) I don't think so, buddy. You watch. Uh, Jameis Winston has left the game versus the Buccaneers with an apparent leg injury. I'm glad I traded for Kurt Cousins from you because that was my backup quarterback. Nice. Um, Guess who came into the game for the Saints as the backup? Case Taysom Hill. Nope. Mm, Any guess? No. Trevor Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was in Buffalo. I don't know. Dude, he's everywhere. He Wasn't he in Buffalo? Like He's everywhere. Tuesday? <laughs> the problem I have with this is why aren't they playing Ian Book? No. They <laughs> still have Ian Book. I, I guess mean, he wasn't activated from the practice squad yet. He's garbage in the NFL. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm always rooting for those Notre Dame players to be good. No, and they just never are. They never are. None of them are. I think the running back that they have right now at Notre Dame yeah. is going to be a hell of an NFL running back. Um, but I haven't seen a quarterback since Montana come out of Notre no, Dame. No, and I was like, no. hey, look at this guy. You could name me like the last 15 quarterbacks and I wouldn't know half Jimmy of them. Jimmy Clausen. I might remember that name. Yeah, because he was on the Bears and he sucked. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we got a <laughs> Notre Dame so, yeah. quarterback. <laughs> That didn't work out. Thursday night football. Packers against the Cardinals. That was a hell of a game. Packers beat the Cardinals 24-21. Kyler Murray didn't look so good, and he came off at the end with an injury. So he was hobbling around. I'm not sure what the day-to-day thing is with him on that. But the Rams continued to smash on people. Cooper Cup went for 115 yards and a touchdown as they beat the Houston Texans, making them 1-7 now, 38-22 in Houston. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals lost to 
the New York Football Jets and their backup quarterback. They're definitely not called the New York Football Jets. Whatever. <laughs> J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. There you go. Backup <laughs> quarterback. Have seen the commercial? The, the backup quarterback threw for – this is his first NFL game. Who's the backup quarterback? M. White. I don't know if you know who that is. <laughs> it's Mike White. Oh, cool. Oh, He's my out of God. Western Kentucky. Glad that was helpful. He's a round five pick, number 171 overall. So he's going to be. And he threw for over four. He's, he's better than Brady. He threw for under 400 yards today and three touchdowns, no interceptions as the Jets beat. That might be better than Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jets beat the Bengals 34-31. Uh, the Colts actually look like a football team again, but what? they lost to the Titans 34-31 the end of the game. Ryan yeah, figure Tan- out that the Titans have been good now for two years. Yeah, they're six and two right now, so they're they're looking pretty good. It's all Derrick Henry. Mm. Nah, not in this game. Ryan Tannehill threw for three touchdowns in this game. It's all Derrick Henry. Yeah, but Tannehill is just one of those quarterbacks where <laughs> so it's like angry. he's gonna end up on a random team every year. No, he's gonna like be the, the Titans for a long time. Fitzmagic is where something is else. Magic now. Washington. Miami everywhere. Washington. Washington? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, the poor damn Detroit Lions. 44-6, to six, Eagles take care of the Lions, making them 0-8. Ugh. They're a dumpster fire. They are definitely a dumpster fire. What was the year the Lions went 0-16? This year? Most. <laughs> uh, Steelers took care of the Browns, 15-10. 4-4 Browns, 4-3 Steelers. It looks like the Baltimore Ravens are going to end up running away with this division. I, I got to interrupt. I, something I learned this weekend. So, do you know that every Thanksgiving, uh, the Lions play and the Cowboys play? Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason is, when the NFL first decided who was going to play on Super on Thanksgiving, the Lions and the Cowboys were like, we'll play. So, they played each other. And then over the years, they were like, okay, two games. So, the Lions get a game and the Cowboys get a game. They never play each other. Then they added a third game for money. But, did you know that right. during World War II... Notre Dame University's football team almost ceased to exist. There was everyone. Notre Dame is very, uh, very close to the military. It's not quite military, but it's very close. And uh, so it was going to close. But the Navy Academy kept Notre Dame open. So because of that, Notre Dame plays Navy every year. Did you know that's why? No. As like a thank you. Really? I had no idea. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, we're going to pick random teams because we're Notre Dame. They literally have Navy on their schedule every single year as a thank you for keeping us. Why do they have Army on their schedule every year? Is it the similar? I'm sure it's something like that. I mean, similar thing. Yeah. World War Two. It was pretty much, you know. I bet you they they pitched it and. and yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure all the military because Army and together. Navy are literally and on their schedule every year. Yeah. And Air Forces sometimes too. And they used to have a Marine Academy. I don't know if you knew that, but they actually are Navy now, too, as well. Oh, really? So the Marines are yeah. Navy football. That's why Navy's so good. Because they have Marines. Yeah. Not the... Yeah, okay. We're I wonder f- what the weight class is. Because, you know, in yeah. Army, you can't be higher than 150. No, Navy's got to be. Or 250, whatever it is. I, you know Navy's what I mean? Navy's got to be similar. Could be. I don't know. Stat boy. Because, like, imagine, I mean, that's going to be a lot of work right now. Don't do that now. We'll look that up later. All right. Next hour. Next hour when you when, when, when you're driving to work. Uh, speaking of dumpster fires, the Chicago Blackhawks are a dumpster fire. Hey, yeah. Dude, what the hell happened to that? <laughs> Remember last year when they were, like, borderline playoff contenders? Borderline playoffs without Marc-Andre yeah. Fleury? Yeah. Without Seth Jones? 
without Jonathan Taves? Look, I'm going to get into this just for a second. Hey, Seth. Remember that? <laughs> I was just talking about Seth. Seth? Yeah. Do you know Cain that Cain and Abel's, Cain and Abel's brother. brother is Seth in the Bible? <laughs> no. So, like, if you were like, I'm going to name my kid after something biblical. Seth. Seth. That was Cain and Abel's brother. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't know where that came from earlier. We were talking about it. You're a very strange human being. I, I, yeah, I agree. What was I getting at? Uh, Blackhawks. Blackhawks, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it turns out John Doe is Kyle Beach. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're not going to say anybody's name. Where's that guy going? <laughs> right. Yeah. So he comes up on SportsCenter, CBS, all kinds of stuff. And um, Bowman is now fired from the GM spot uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um. Joel Quenville is now fired from the Florida Panthers, your squad. Is he officially fired? He's fired. Okay. Uh, Released, yeah. He was given an option of being fired or given give his resignation. So do you know if Tortorella is going to come in and take over? That's the rumor. Really? Between him and somebody else. Yeah. And um, the only problem I have with this is uh, Shovel Day Off. Shovel Day Off, the uh, GM of the Jets, was involved in this, and he still gets to stay the GM of the Jets. What? Yeah. Burning hell. <laughs> Are you serious? You're talking about sexual <laughs> assault. Yeah. Come on, man. I just like the, uh, every day it's like, oh, uh, Kane, whatever, says, I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. And then somebody else is like, that dude definitely heard it. Like, he was next to me and I heard it. You know what I mean? That's going to be an interesting uh, team to follow this year. It is. Um for locker room reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's way too many guys from the 2010 Stanley Cup team gone that locker room is not going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, kind of like the Houston thing where there's only four left mm-hmm. for uh, the Astros, Asterix, whatever. The problem I have um, is I feel like they're letting this get to the actual play of the team on the ice. And it sucks because you're looking at a team that was – favored to be in the playoffs now with a Vesna winning goalie and the Vesna winning goalie comes out gives up one goal on a hell of a lot of shots last night and guess how many uh, Blackhawks goals they had zero mm. one nothing question I have for you um shovel day off should be fired yes or no I mean it dep- I haven't I don't know how much has been brought to life. Um, he's just, let's just say he's part of the scandal. Yes. Okay. Quinville, off the cup. Off the cup? Off the cup. People have only been... Dude, ta- I will take this to the full extent of everything I can. People have only been taken off the cup one time, and that was because they were they lied to the NHL to get somebody else's name on the cup. So it, it has happened, but the NHL says, no, you're not allowed on it, and they put X's through the letters. Yeah. So... Um, Brad Aldrich is coming off. Yeah, the video coach. I, I personally don't believe in erasing history. I don't. Okay. So I would say leave it. It's the same thing with the Confederate statues in in the South. What, look, your history. Major. I, I know, but listen. After after World War II, the concentration camps were given to the the Jewish people. I can't remember which you know Israel or whatever was allowed to decide what they do with the concentration camps. And they said, 
Don't tear it down. Leave it how it is. We don't forget and ignore and put away. We talk about it. So instead of saying, oh, we're not going to talk about what Germany did in the 40s, they, they're going to look at it and say, this is how we move forward. Yeah, this is not cancel culture. This is let's remember right. and move forward. Same yeah. as the South. Put up your Confederate flags. I mean, <clears throat> your statues. Um, maybe don't have them out in the street if that's offending people. But you could have a museum. It's still an American history thing. This happened. Yeah. Same thing with the cup. Is the person a bad person? Yes. Does that affect him winning the Stanley Cup? Did did whatever he did in his emails in personal life and blah, blah, affect the Chicago Blackhawks winning the Stanley Cup? No. Leave him on the cup. Okay. I mean. Your turn. You said you got, you said you got it. I, you, I'm sure you want him off. I want him off. Go ahead. Tell why. Well, without look, <laughs> offending people. I'm not going to offend anyone. Point of the matter is, it's a sexual assault allegation that is taken very seriously. Whether it's snowflake days nowadays or back in the day, mm-hmm. it's always taken seriously. Okay, it's a sexual assault case on a grown ass man on a child. Basically, he was 19, 20 years old at the time. I remember Kyle Beach very well, and mm-hmm. I was very excited when he got called up to the Hawks, and I thought he was going to do a great job. And he didn't because of unforeseen circumstances. Those unforeseen circumstances cost that man his career and millions of dollars. Whose fault is that? That's Quenville's fault. Okay? The game of hockey runs everything on tradition. Uh The game of hockey runs everything on being fair. The game of hockey runs everything on being the most professional sport out of the major four sports. So as the most professional sport, you take that son of a bitch off the cup. Off the cup. Now. Like, 100%. Yeah, no, you're right. The reason, the reason you have the Stanley Cup with everyone's name on it is to honor those people. Yeah. If that person did something wrong, you're right. Take them off. I, did uh, I just change your mind? No. I'm just saying I could see both sides. Okay, so we're going to agree to disagree and move forward to the next topic? Yeah, I mean, we'll argue tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Um, but I mean like, oh. I, I completely understand what you, what you're saying. Okay. But it's the same argument with Joe Pa. Yeah, are you going to take away all of his wins? No, you can't. You can't. You are you going to take his trophy or are you going to take his name off the trophy? But does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because that's where I'm going with Quenville and Bowman because yeah. the Bowman family is hockey royalty. Yeah. So when it comes to Stan Bowman and Joel Quenville, do they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Because Quenville's what, number three all time in mm-hmm. coach win? Behind Scotty Bowman? <laughs> right, right. You know, and his brother or whatever it was, his nephew. Nephew whatever, or something. Whatever yeah. it is, is Stan. I mean, both of these guys, GM for the Hawks, uh, put the worst, literally, the worst organization in all of sports took them to the Stanley Cup three years out of five. That's incredible. So that's Hall of Fame caliber stuff as a GM. Also, after not winning for 50 years. 48. 40. <laughs> You're talking to Get a black guy. Right. <laughs> I hear you. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll get back into it when we get back. Man Cave Sports, AM 1400. We'll be right back. And all my friends say.
Shopping is always easy with the Radio Shopping Show. Whether it's shopping during any one of our live shows right here on AM 1400 or listening live on the KSHP app, you can always call in at 702-221-7283 to pick up great deals with your favorite host. Or shop 24-7 at KSHP.com. Go to KSHP.com and select Shopper's Guide to browse hundreds of businesses featured on the show. Place your order online and we'll have it shipped right to your front door. With so many possibilities, it's hard not to shop. The Retreat on Charleston Peak is an elegant rustic lodge elevated 6,700 feet in Kyle Canyon. The Retreat is a local's getaway featuring cozy hardwood floor rooms, a pet-friendly facility, and beautiful scenery surrounding the entire resort. Don't forget to grab a bite at the Canyon Restaurant, now serving dine-in, takeout, or curbside pickup. The Retreat on Charleston Peak is also perfect for weddings, banquets, and corporate events. Make your reservation today at RetreatOnCharlestonPeak.com. That's RetreatOnCharlestonPeak.com. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com. The National Atomic Testing Museum is a national science, history, and educational institution that tells the story of America's nuclear weapons testing program at the Nevada Test Site. Located at 755 East Flamingo Road, just east of Paradise, the museum offers immersive, interactive experts for guests of all ages. The museum is Smithsonian certified and open seven days a week. For more information, visit nationalatomictestingmuseum.org. That's nationalatomictestingmuseum.org. Sports AM 1400, KSHP Radio. Go ahead and download the app on the Google Play or App Store at KSHP Las Vegas. Call in 702-221-7283. We are here every Sunday, 2 to 4, for the most part. <laughs> Sometimes we switch, switch a little bit. and When matters in-state take precedence over matters of-state. Yes, sir. <laughs> Continue. Judge adjourned. Uh... I just want to bring up one thing. I, I, I often believe that people are jackasses. and I This wanna, is going to be a new segment. I, I want to talk about one. <laughs> jackass of the week. Um, I don't know if it's a single person, but PETA. <laughs> it's not a single person. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. They want to change the name of the bullpen. Uh, to the, uh, oh, to the arm, arm barn. barn. Let's make a call to the arm barn. <laughs> this is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, PETA notes that cows are hung upside down during, <laughs> and their throats... I'm sorry. Should I read this? Yeah, I think I read it. Uh, and their throats are slit in the meat industry while rodeos, uh, they're tortured and prodded and blah, blah, blah. And they're typically held in a bullpen. So we looked up what a bullpen in baseball refers to, and it's referring to the mating side of bulls, 
where they keep the bulls separate from the cows before uh, Barry White gets played. <laughs> if you know what I mean. So, so they keep... That's the bullpen. Before so they're Barry keeping the, the pitchers warming up, you know, before Barry White plays, and then they have them come in. That's what they're referencing to. Not, oh not they're going to slaughter cows by the masses. Okay, so... <laughs> Back to football scores. Oh, man. Uh, Steelers beat the Browns 15-10. 49ers beat the Bears 33-22, even though Justin Fields looked like an actual quarterback this week. Yes, he did. Pretty excited to see what happens in the next couple years here. Um, Josh Allen and the Bills beat the Dolphins, making them 1-7, 26-11 in Buffalo. The Panthers took down the Falcons 19-13. Right now, Saints... Are driving at the Tampa Bay four-yard line. It is tied at seven in the second quarter. The Washington football team are down to the Broncos, ten to three in the second quarter, almost halftime. Bet they don't throw it. <laughs> Seahawks seventeen nothing. Start of the third over the Jaguars, um, and at halftime, fourteen thirteen, Los Angeles Chargers over the <laughs> yeah. New England Patriots. This is the first week I've actually gotten that correct. You think you got that correct? You went, <laughs> yeah, it was close enough. I was like, the snakes are playing? I don't, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get into our top five in a minute, but before, before we do, we want to thank our sponsor, Serenity, Serenity Mental Health. If you're struggling with depression, anxiety, COVID-related stress, or just feel the need to purge your feelings and talk to someone, Serenity Mental Health is here for you and all of your personal mental health needs. Located at 1909 South Jones Boulevard, Serenity Mental Health Counseling is personal and confidential. For an initial intake, call 702-815-1550. That's 702-815-1550. Do not neglect your mental health call today. Top five. Stand by for action. Let's do a compilation of the top five. My top five. Yes, sir. My top five. Your top five. Hit it, boys. All right. We've been loving this fight stuff. <laughs> so we're going to keep going with a couple more fights. Later on in hour two, we have the top five strangest things in honor of Halloween that we've seen in sports. Um, but number five. <laughs> this is for Alex. <clears throat> this is not a fight. This is more of a contest. Okay. It is a shooting contest, and they do it once a year annually. WNBA versus NBA and three-point shots from the top of the key. If the WNBA wins, they get the salary of the NBA players for the year. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, I love it. That's, like, even worse than relegation. Mm-hmm. If the NBA wins, then the WNBA teams are renamed after each player they've lost to, i.e., the Las Vegas Steph Currys. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be Las Vegas? I don't know. That's i.e., for example. <laughs> Trying real hard not to quote uh, Get Shorty right now. <laughs> i.e., you know, E G I E F U. The point is, when I say jump, you, you say, say okay, 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 Ray. All right. Um, <laughs> I only have four fights. I okay. I had one that I was working on this morning with Michael Phelps and like a dolphin, but I never got to the end of it. So <laughs> I'll skip it. I'll, I'll skip it. Your turn. Mine is a Richard Sherman versus Michael Crabtree in a I quit match. If Sherman loses, he's no, he can no longer claim that he's the best corner in the game. Ooh. 
And if Crabtree wins, <laughs> nothing happens. Nothing happens. No nope. atheists. Nothing happens when you die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number four. Uh, I hate to do this. So don't. I'm going to. <laughs> Kyle Beach versus Joel Quenville in a oh steel God. cage match. Kyle gets to use weapons. If Kyle wins, he gets Quenville's name replaced with his on the Stanley Cup. What do you mean by wins? He gets to use weapons. So. Are we talking wrestling match? Or are we talking no, we're Thunderdome? Talking, we're talking in a steel cage, beat the hell out of each Thunderdome. other. Thunderdome. Yeah. Okay. Now, he gets his name replaced with Kyle Beach's name on the cup. <laughs> and he gets Quenville's gross income since the year 2010. Emphasis on gross. Yeah. Am I right? Oh, yeah. God. Uh, uh, <laughs> what do you got next? I got Rudy versus Radio. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> I literally, I just have Rudy versus Radio. I don't even have like what the fight is. I didn't. Oh, the... I just couldn't go on from there. <laughs> just... But <laughs> it made me laugh when right. I wrote it down. So. Um, losers movies canceled. <laughs> Can never be shown again. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, winner, the other ones are better. This one's winner, just... Winner gets the um, the royalties for the other person's movie. There you go. I like that. <laughs> or or uh, the winner gets an actual true story you know, based on him. The other one was just a movie. They were both just movies. They weren't true stories. Rudy was based on a true story. They were both just movies. They weren't true stories. Thank you. Thank you. Did right. the whole <laughs> crowd chant Rudy? No. No, a couple people on the team did sarcastically. <laughs> All Go right, ahead. Ethan. My number four is Ronda Rousey versus Floyd Mayweather. Woo! Ooh. I just want to see Is this see a Mayweather. submission match? No. Right. I was going to say, is it a boxing match? It's not fair. I just want to see Rousey kick Mayweather's teeth in. Okay, so it's is it a boxing match? Because that's not going to happen in a boxing match. No, it's an, it's it's an a, MMA fight. I don't know. It's an MMA fight? We said that with... Uh, Connor McGregor, we were like, dude, I just want to see McGregor come out and just kick him in the nuts. Just straight up. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it was a sanctioned boxing match. So you lose a point. <laughs> you know how great that would be? Opening round. Bing! Blake. <gasps> oh, God! <laughs> sorry. Forgot. McGregor has steel toes on. <laughs> oh, my God. It's illegal in both sports. I'm sorry. I forgot. You can have shoes on in MMA or boxing. What are you talking Oh, no. Boxing, you can. Boxing, you can. MMA, steel toes. Yes. Yeah. They used to go bare knuckle. Yeah. Go ahead. Am I on? Yeah. All right. What, what number are we on? Three. Three. Brie Bella versus Nikki Bella. And a loser loses the Bella name match. So all the royalties for everything that the Bella twins have ever created or is related to okay. goes to the last woman standing. I like it. Here's the kick. There's a tire. A tire. A big tire. <laughs> Just listen. I'm on it. Okay. You both have to take your fighting stance and put one foot in the tire. Mm-hmm. That foot never leaves the tire. Okay. Or else you lose. Therefore, there's no running away. You stand there and you go toe-to-toe. Slap fight. That's it. I like it. I like it a lot. It's kind of like the football drill where you have to hold on to the tire and rip it from the other person. By the way, we never decided who wins these games. I don't know if we're supposed to. Well, I think Quinville's I'd got a chance. Free Bella would beat Nikki. You think, yeah, Bree's a little uh, more non- uh, posh. I think the Quinville one, it's like if a 
Beach is going to go on a rager <laughs> yeah. and just kill someone. If a tree falls in the woods, does anyone hear it? Apparently in Blackhawks, they don't talk about it. I'm taking know? the WNBA to earn that salary. <laughs> right. I think they got more to live for. <laughs> kidding me? Uh, all right. I have Venus versus Serena Williams. Oh, gosh. In a gladiator-style like mace fight, not like a tennis racket that like <laughs> ball on a stick. Um, and the winner... Obviously, it's a fight to the death, and the winner gets it's the a fight, fight to the death. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, let's make it more interesting. Dude, they're like it. human gladiators, or living gladiators, but okay. the winner gets their father's love. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I don't know if you remember it, but there were some championships thrown because dad oh said, you're going to lose. God. And now they're making a movie about it. King Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Uh, was it... Who's the guy that... Will Smith? Is it Will Smith? Yeah. Will Smith. Wow. Is, yeah. Okay. Number two? My, number three. My number three is oh, uh, Triple H versus Cody Rhodes, company versus company. Ooh! Cody Victor Rhodes takes is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is a... Are we talking real fights or are we talking wrestling? This one's a real fight. I, you don't know, man. Oh, Triple H is old now. You don't know. Like, Triple H could just be a roided out freak and not yeah. know how to fight at all. Yeah. I mean, it's not that complicated... When you think about it, it's like, like you know when you see Cody Vince... Rhodes can scrap. Maybe yeah. you don't know. He might be like Nick Diaz, skinniest little guy in the world who could box. You know when like Vince comes out and he's got his earpiece in, you're like, wow, he's old. I feel like that's Triple H. We just haven't seen it yet. Shawn Michaels is in his ear, telling him what. Yeah, right. Is. Somebody's always I like back it. there. That one's good. Yeah, that one was really good. All right, number two, Troy Aikman versus Tony Romo in a play reading competition during <laughs> the Super Bowl. Because they both seem to it call out plays. It doesn't matter. This is completely hypothetical. Tony Romo would never make the Super Bowl. <laughs> Not anyway. even calling it. Play reading competition during the Super Bowl. The announcer with the most plays correctly coaches the Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> I'd like to throw a wild card in. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Jay Cutler's music hits and he comes out <laughs> to try and call a play from the booth. But he's like... Wait. Wait. There's, there's 11? <laughs> they get 11 people? <laughs> Wait. So you're saying the defense has more people back there. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, we had two more than they did. Yeah. All right. So what's the bet? What The rights to what? The announcer gets to coach the Dallas Cowboys. To coach the Cowboys? Yeah. I mean, they're the play caller for the... the can we Can we kill off Jerry? That Jerry's not involved in the team, so it wouldn't be Jerry talking in okay, the Okay, the winner gets to choose every single play and run the Cowboys the way that they choose. The winner is Jerry Jones. The winner gets to become Jerry Jones. In a way, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Romo wins that. Romo wins it hands down. That dude can call a play. Yeah. That dude knows what's going to happen before the even motion happens. He's going to wait. You know what? There's going to be a motion right here, and he's going to run a post route, and Fields is going to bootleg RPO, and he's going to dump it off. Ready? Hey, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to dump it off to the uh, the running back on a wheel route. First down. 50 yards later <laughs> on the wheel route to the running back, Romo's like, <laughs> <laughs> he I just, love it. He just like adjusts his jock strap. Uh, like, yeah. yep. <clears throat> All right. Pants got a little higher. <laughs> this one's a this one's a name one. Taco Fall, oh god, versus Mia Ham. Whoa! So you got Ham Taco. <laughs> um, in, wait, wait. Oh my god! In a tetherball fight, <laughs> it's a it's a game of tetherball. So Taco Fall's like seven foot right. four. But Mia Ham's got that foot; she could kick 
ball will go around like 15 <laughs> times. You know, big guys are moving slow. So she bicycle kicks the tether yeah. ball? <laughs> yeah. Taco Fall versus Mia Ham. I think he would just stand at the pole and just let the <laughs> ball like, hit him. I think we're going to give the fights a break for uh, about a month. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to Until do it. Can come up with some great ones. I think that's a great one. My wife helped me with that one. She's like, dude, Mia Ham. You got Ham Taco. Oh. Go ahead. Who was the, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Uh, who was the soccer player who took off her shirt? Is that Brandy Chastain? Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, it should be her versus Taco Fall. And then uh, if Taco loses, he has to take off his shirt no, every could, time that he scores. You can do it uh, El Tuve for not taking off his shirt. Oh. <laughs> and her for taking her shirt off. Good, because El Tuve's my size. He'll definitely lose. Yeah, right. So when he takes off his shirt, there's like FBI wires and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Microphones, earpieces. We're going to get into that in Flashing the lights. Hour. No tattoo. Yeah. What's your number two, Ethan? My number two is the Boston Red Sox versus the New York Yankees Ooh. in a Survivor Series tag match. Woo! Who's the fighters? Yeah, because there's the, only the five. The whole roster. Oh, no, you want no, the whole we're, roster. We're putting the you whole want, roster around the ring. <laughs> you want 27 on 27. Yes. It'll be a four-hour paper. Tony's got this ED <laughs> thing happening over here with his microphone. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Um, I like it. Uh, what's the fight? Survivor Series tag match. Yeah, elimination. Come on, man. Right. Are we WWE? Are we talking WWE fighting? Or are we talking fight to I, the I, death? I, I, no, it's WWE. Fight. Okay. I got asked it. you if I could do wrestling, and you said sure. I thought you meant at a wrestling person. No, not. I said stipulation. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Number one. Go ahead. Bon Jovi <laughs> versus Vince Neil. Versus Gene ah, Simmons okay. in a triple threat match where everyone has full football pads on. <laughs> indoor you, football pads. Yeah, indoor football. Yeah. If you didn't know, Bon Jovi owned the Philadelphia Soul, Vince Neil owned the Vegas Outlaws, and Gene Simmons owned the LA Kiss of the Arena Football League, which is now defunct. So full pads on. Winner gets an NFL franchise of their choosing. Oh, that's fantastic. To run into the ground as they did their <laughs> AFL teams. Someone's taking the Lions. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. That's really great. Do they get to pick a team and take over, or do they get a brand new team? No, they get to pick any team they choose. Oh, you should have had right into the ground. Their, ex, their arena football team gets to be in the NFL. Oh, and then like they die. <laughs> okay, yeah. Then they can pull out J.J. Ratterink or yeah. whatever the quarterback was <laughs> right. for the Outlaws. He hates Okay, me. so wait a second. Yep. We're talking Bon Jovi, Vince Neal, and Gene Simmons. They all have their AARP cards now. <laughs> so who's winning this fight? Full football pads. So basically, who can't get up? Who's falling and can't get up? It's got to be Bon Jovi. He's in better shape. I feel... Okay, what if Vince Neal goes on a bender before the fight? <laughs> he, he will That's feel no fair. pain. That's not fair. He's actually killed somebody before. <laughs> <laughs> he did 30 days and he yeah. killed somebody. Airheads reference. Okay, I'm going Bon Jovi too. Yeah, I think Bon Jovi. Uh, definitely not Vince Neal. <laughs> Vince Neal's fat. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's short and fat. Yeah. And uh, Gene Simmons, I mean, he's a he's bigger old. guy, but he's slow. He's he's, he's never been the crazy fight, that, fast type. He's become that like like whiny, posh, uh, I'm yeah. a rich millionaire guy. Yeah, get off my yard type. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh my God, my grass is not mowed today. Yeah, he's one of the people that if I met, I wouldn't be starstruck. Like, eh, eh. How about if Gene loses, you got to cut off his tongue? <laughs> That's his trademark. Oh. And then uh, Vince Neal's fat, so he'll eat the tongue like the Mexican did. Oh, the yeah, tacos like the, cow, the, tongue. Like the cow tacos. Yeah. yeah, it's good. 
Yeah. Vince, right. Vince Neil gets to shave his head and Bon Jovi stops playing guitar. You just I'm keep just making keep going, stipulations. <laughs> the best part is you keep looking down, which means you typed this out. I didn't. Ah. I was just looking at the names. All right. Uh, my number one. Derek England versus Paul Correa. Whoa. In a young blood style sword fight. Oh, no. For world champs. You know, England versus Korea. <laughs> That's all based on the name. That is the stupidest thing England, I've ever heard. Korea. Korea wins. Korea wins? Yeah, you know why? Because it's Paul freaking Korea. <laughs> That's why. He's England, my favorite hockey player. England of all wasn't time. known for slap shot where Paul Korea was. Nope. Paul Korea. Yeah. Stop. Done. Next. <laughs> I'm bringing back LeBron. Again? Yes. You just really want to see him get his ass kicked, yeah. don't you? No, he's he's fighting Sidney Crosby in a baby crib match fight. What is a baby crib match? Is that both <laughs> in a baby crib? This is like the tire thing. <laughs> it's like a bra and panties match where they'd have like pillows and stuff in the ring and a b- carpet on the floor. How has no one come up with a pillow fight yet? <laughs> what is wrong with us? Yeah. <laughs> Next yeah. week. Top five pillow fights. <laughs> <laughs> Man Game Sports and 1400 will be right back. Whether you're a corporate executive, on a family vacation, or just passing through, St. George Inn & Suites will meet your specific needs. It's conveniently located near restaurants, shopping, and movie theaters. St. George Inn & Suites offers a variety of room types, two fabulous pools and jacuzzis, a fitness center, a free full hot buffet breakfast, and laundry facilities. To make your booking, call 435-673-6661 or book online at stgeorgeinnhotel.com. You need to stop in Southern Utah? Make that stop at St. George Inn & Suites. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and the latest lines on every game. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards on every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino, Fiesta Wildfire, or the El Cortez. Details at the Sportsbooks. A great time! Your entertainment destination, the South Point, invites you to experience the ultimate great time! Under one roof! Bowling! Dancing! A live show! A movie! Delicious dining! And one of South Point's 11 restaurants! So much to see! So much to do! You won't know where to start first! This week, make it a South Point week and discover for yourself why the South Point is your entertainment destination for a great time! Best of Las Vegas winners each of the last two years. Glaze Donuts is a family business. Taste the passion and quality in each delectable handmade donut. Experience amazing fresh donuts at Glaze Donuts, located at 6545 South Fort Apache Road on the southwest corner of Sunset. Glaze is open every day from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you're interested in large orders, please call them at 702-246-2888. Follow Glaze on Facebook and Instagram, where they're showing off all their delicious treats. And check them out at glazedonutslv.com. If you're listening, whoa, sing it back and whoa. 
Man Game Sports, AM 1400. Quick score updates. Patriots driving on the Chargers down by one. Uh, eight minutes left in the third period. Or the third period. I love hockey. Yeah, too much. <laughs> uh, Seahawks 24 nothing over the Jaguars. Broncos 10-3 still over the Washington football team. And the Buccaneers down 16-7 to over Trevor Simeon. Who? Trevor. Trevor Simeon. There you go. <laughs> and the New Orleans Saints. Wow. Second hour coming up with me and Alex D'Ambrosio. Ethan has to go to work. Yes, sir. In the second hour, we're going to talk about the World Series. We got NCAA football rankings. Braves are winning tonight. We got the World Series pick. Let's make it now since Ethan's here. Obviously, he's Braves. on the Braves. Everybody's on the Braves. Yep. All right. We're going to talk the hell more. with trick or treating. I want to watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to I'm going to be uh, cracking a 12 pack and uh, sitting outside with my phone on the baseball and watching the kids come and go. It's going to be actually a very relaxing night. The last time I went trick or treating was 2005, and I think the Yankees were in the World Series or some, or it was just a good World Series. I don't remember what it was. And I was walking around. I know 2005 would have been you, right? Were you yeah, five? The White Sox. White Sox were five. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And it was on Halloween that the game, one of the games, was on. So I was walking from like house to house, like trick or treat. What's the score? What's the score? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know. The, Oh, here you go, sweetie. Hey! <laughs> Guy sitting in the other room. Home run! Yes! So, yeah. So, uh, let's go Atlanta Braves before they change their name or whatever yeah. happens yeah, right. down there. Might not even happen now. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the second hour. I said that last week. I was like, who's not going to happen? Then this week it's real. Now it's okay. Well, we'll talk about it again. Also, I want to talk about Charlie Morton, what he did to the Atlanta Braves. Um, I want to talk about the Houston Astros and the things that they're doing right now. A um, couple other things coming up. Tony Gabriel. Alex Ben-Bros. You can get him here. Second hour coming up. To Man Cave Sports, Tony Gaglione, Alex D'Ambrosio, and we are going to get into the World Series that is tonight. We are going to also get into our top five strangest things we've seen in sports. Happy Halloween. We are going to get into a couple of questions about the Houston Astros that I have to ask Alex and put him on the spot. Okay. Um, we are going to start off, though, with some NHL scores for today. Uh 
excuse me. Montreal tied with the Ducks 2-2 in the third, 13-54 left. Sabres, Kings tied at 2 also in the third, 13-52 left. 2-1 Blue Jackets over the Devils, 18 minutes left in the second period. Final, 2-1 Coyotes. Coyotes. Coyotes are now 0-8-1. Hurricanes are 8-0. Good for I just like that it's 0-8-1, but that 1 is still an overtime loss. It's yep. not a tie. It's so not it's a tie. still it's a, a loss. loss. It's a point. Yeah, you got a point. Good job. But if you look at just your win-loss record. They have one less point than the Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> On NHL Network tonight, 6 p.m., the New York Rangers 5-2-1 and and against the Seattle Expansion Kraken 3-4-1. The line Seattle. on that game is the Rangers minus 20 over under five and a half. I'm going to take the Rangers on yeah. the minus 20. That's fine. Uh, I don't mind doing that when Seattle's at home, even though their arena is awesome. Um, five and a half, though, for Sisterkin and Gruby. Yeah. What do you think? Under. Under. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the over. I actually feel you guys have a lot more offensive firepower than I originally thought, and I think a lot of the NHL originally thought you guys are playing really good this year. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to turn into a New York Rangers fan if the Blackhawks continue their <laughs> woeful ways. Yeah. What a horrible, horrible they're, thing going they're on. They're crashing right? plane ways. <sighs> Just fire the coach. Get it over with. College football? Yeah. College football. Well, you want to do World Series, too? I mean, you want yeah, to do we'll that first? There. We'll okay. get there. We'll get there. Uh, college football. Coastal Carolina, number 24, takes care of Troy, 35 to 28. Um, they just fell off the map once they lost the game. Georgia, 34-7 to over Florida. I actually had Florida making this a game, and that did not yeah, happen. Yeah, I thought so, too. Uh, Cincinnati, number 2, 31-12 over Tulane. Uh, number 4, Oklahoma, 52-21 to over Texas Tech. Penn State almost pulled off one against Ohio State, number 5. Ohio State ended up coming off with the win, 33-24. to and Jim Harbaugh's Michigan Wolverines lost to the Michigan State Spartans, 37-33, which called is it. huge. Yeah, we called both, it last week. Both called that. It was awesome. Number seven, Oregon, 52-29 over Colorado. Iowa goes down to Wisconsin, 27-7. Iowa was number nine at the time. Auburn took down number 10, Ole Miss, 31-20 at Auburn. North Carolina goes down to the Fighting Irish, 44-34. Notre Dame improves to 7-1. Kentucky, number 12, goes down to Mississippi State, 31-17. Duke goes down to undefeated Wake Forest, sitting at 13 at the time, 45-7. Kansas goes down to Oklahoma State, sitting at 15 at the time, 55-3. Texas made it close against Baylor, but lost to number 16, 31-24 at Baylor. Miami, who couldn't win a game to save their life <laughs> in the beginning of the season. Right. Takes, They're the worst team. Right. Takes downs number 17, Pittsburgh, 38-34 in Pitt. Number 19, SMU, goes down 37-44 to Houston. Houston improves to 7-1 and on the season, 5-0 and in the American Conference. Um, Houston and SMU, 7-1, and both of them will both have to play Cincinnati by the end of the season. <laughs> uh, Fresno State beat number 21, San Diego State, 30-20. Fresno improves to 7-0-2, 7-2. Sorry, 7-0-2 area code. Yeah, right. San Diego State improves to seven and one, three and one in the Mountain West. West Virginia takes down number twenty-two Iowa State, thirty-eight, thirty-one, and in a barn burner, sixty-six to forty-nine, the number twenty-five BYU Cougars take down the Virginia Cavaliers at BYU. Yeah, in Utah. Yeah, it was like the latest game Virginia's ever Bro, played. 
I'm playing shell with Ethan last night. Yeah. And we're on a tear. So I'm like, when we first started, I was like, okay, we we might need some help after a couple games. Like, uh, Alice will jump in. And then you never came. Huh. And I was like, that's all right, because Ethan was on fire. <laughs> You're like, we're we're doing pretty the, well here. The only thing that happened was, is I continuously got touchdown <laughs> updates throughout the entire games we were playing from you. And it was like, oh, it's 42 this, uh, Virginia. Dude, it was insane. BYU goes down the field and scores in like seven seconds. Yeah. I'm like, great. There's like 20 seconds before the half. They score in seven. Virginia gets the ball. They do the same thing the other way. And our quarterback just breaks a rib so we'll see how he's doing just so you know the over under of that game was 67 yeah which is they surpassed that in the first half first half that's insane they doubled the over under wow almost Mm. 115 so that would have been 124 correct 134 Yeah. yeah 34 134. 115. Almost doubled the over. <laughs> 115 consecutive or um, total points. I mean, it was pretty consecutive. It, 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 until was there Virginia, punts in the game? No. Until Virginia punted the ball, was I was like, oh, we lose. It was literally you score, I score, you score, I score. Back and forth. Da, 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 da. I mean, you know how much I love watching college football, but I did so all day. Yeah. So I was ready to play some hockey. I was, I was in mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's get to the rankings. All right. Well. The most important one is the Raging Cajuns are number 24. That's the most important one. That's incredible. They're 7-1, and one, man. How can you uh, keep them out of the top 25? I agree. Playing good. Iowa went down 10 spots to number 19. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, who else? What was another good one? Kentucky. Old Miss dropped down 5. Kentucky dropped down 6. Yeah. Um... Who who made the biggest Auburn leap? went up six. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say UTSA uh, went up seven. BYU went up eight. BYU went up eight and beat Virginia. Well, Virginia only had two losses on the season. At I know. The time, so I understand. As a that's, Virginia Cavaliers fan, that's yeah, a that's, that's a compliment. Yeah, that's a huge compliment. Mm. Um, UTSA, yeah. um, shocking to me, still at eight and zero, number sixteen. They're nowhere near the college football playoff, and they won't be. But you got to give them all the credit in the world for playing what they, um, you know, playing how they have been. Um, side note, Jameis Winston has been ruled out with an apparent knee injury mm. for the rest of the game. So Trevor Simeon <laughs> is the starting quarterback, along with, I'm sure, Taysom Hill a little bit. Now, let's go Let's go 1 through 10. Right, Starting on. at 10. I'm looking at, I'm looking at, at 10. next week's schedule real quick. Ole Miss, number 15, who is 6-2, is playing Liberty, who's 7-2. Liberty. Liberty is seven and two. Are you saying Liberty Unranked. has a chance? I'm saying they might. So you're saying there's a chance. Uh let's see any other good ones. Come on, there's gotta be good games. There's a couple other good ones. Notre Dame and Navy. I was just talking about that a couple minutes ago. Sure. Uh Auburn and Texas A and M, number twelve versus thirteen, both six and two. That's a great game. Okay. Baylor, Texas Christian. Uh Penn State, Maryland. Alabama, LSU. It's not the glory that it was, but it's still a good game to watch. We're going to tune in. Uh, Iowa Northwestern. Watch Northwestern pulling out there. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> Boise, Boise State, Fresno State. That'll be a good one. Uh, Oregon, Washington. Kind of a rival there. And UTEP and UTSA. I got to bring something up. Go ahead. Purdue beat Ohio State at Purdue when Ohio State was in the top two. Mm-hmm. 
Now they play number five Michigan State at Purdue. Do you think Purdue can take the double upset and knock two teams out of the college football playoff? Because that's essentially what they would be doing. Dude, if they State. beat Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan State. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was Michigan. I was going to say if they beat Michigan, Michigan's gone. Harbaugh's fired. Ah, UTSA plays UTEP. Yeah, in El Paso. That's not a bad game. Uh, Rutgers, Wisconsin. I mean, you ain't got much going on this week as far as ranked versus ranked. Um, Missouri's going to get smashed by Georgia. Uh, Nebraska has no chance against Ohio State. North Carolina is going to continue to lose as Wake Forest is going to continue to be undefeated. They're going to be. Let's get to the rankings because <laughs> this is this is crazy now. All of a sudden, you're seeing Wake Forest at ten. Yeah, they're eight and zero, and they are at ten. Number nine, Michigan, seven and one. Do they deserve to be in the top ten? No. Not in my opinion. Either. Wake Forest is better. Oklahoma State's better. Uh, I mean, you could argue Texas A&M might be better. They could be, especially because they beat Bama. Yeah. Who's after uh, Notre Dame? Michigan. Are you going upward? Yeah, mm-hmm. upward, upward. Oregon, number seven. Number seven, Oregon. I don't see this team, just because it's a Pac-12, I don't see it making the college football playoff. I just don't think they're going to let them. Nah, not not with the type of games that they're playing and the type of teams they're playing against. Um, Ohio State has a chance at seven and one, but they'd have to win the Big Ten championship, which would have to run through Michigan State if they don't lose to Purdue. Did they? Did Michigan? Did Michigan ever play Ohio State yet? Oh uh, no, that's the end of this season. Okay, so, so there's Michigan also that. Still has that. Yeah, like they can knock Ohio State right out of there, um, or Harbrook could get fired. Yeah, that's true. Too. <laughs> Number five, Michigan State, just outside of the college football playoff. I think right now they deserve to be in. Who are you taking out? Oklahoma. You think so? Yeah, I'm tired of it. <laughs> Every week I'm tired of seeing them in 10-point games, 5-point games. I'm tired of seeing Tulane almost beat Oklahoma. Let's see who they're Spencer playing Spencer Radler's punk ass couldn't even do anything to make himself a Heisman candidate to the point where he got taken out for a true freshman. Yep. They play no defense whatsoever in the Big 12, especially at Oklahoma. So forget it. You're out. Are Number they, three, Alabama. Do they have a bye next week? Or? Not even, I thought they had a bye this week. I can't find, I can't find them. week 10. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I can't find them. Alabama's at number three. Um, I don't know who they play next week. Frankly, I don't care. Um, as long as they lost to Texas A&M, who's outside the top 10, they should not be in the college football playoff, in my opinion. But it's Alabama. And they're going to keep them in there until they go to the SEC championship game and get their ass smacked until by Georgia. Until they have to take them out. Yeah. yeah. Cincinnati at number 2-8. No. They got two hard games left. Houston, 7-1. SMU, 7-1. Yeah. SMU, 7-1. Say that again. 7-2. So, or whatever it is. That's still incredible now. for them. Yeah, Houston 7-1, SMU 7-1, or 7-2 now. Um, yeah, I mean, those are tough games. I don't care who you're talking about. Those are tough games. I think Cincinnati wins both. I think they stay in the college football playoff. I think they end up at number four because the committee is about to come up with the stuff now. The real numbers. like The real numbers of where everybody's ranked and who's playing who. I think Cincinnati's going to sit at five when the college football committee comes out with their numbers. Being as Alabama and Georgia have to play each other, Michigan State, Ohio State have to play each other eventually, and Oklahoma's just... 
how do I describe Oklahoma? Boring. That team that should have lost three times yeah. but is still undefeated. They're just lucky to be there. And it, they're not going to stay there. That's the thing. Like People think, oh, it's Oklahoma. They're going to be great. No, they're not. They're well, not that good. Their next game is in two weeks against Baylor. That, Baylor's got them. I'm calling it now. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Baylor's got them. What Let's after see. that? Hold on. I'm looking. That's one loss. It's already happening. I don't care about this true freshman and how good he looks. Put in Spencer Radler. He's going to be just as bad. Week after, they play Iowa State. They're fine. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You don't think so? No, bro. Iowa State was ranked in the top 10. Now they're number 22. I know they had a little tough season, but they got a good team. Okay. Uh, and the week after, Oklahoma State. They're done. <laughs> they're done. That might be three losses. They're going to finish at 15th. They might finish outside the top 25. Mm. Watch that. The final three weeks. I'm going to call this. Good. Oklahoma finishes below 15th at the below end. 15. Below 15 at the end of the season. I feel like those are two, almost three losses right there. Yeah, could be. That's possible. When we get back, we got more to talk about. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you're stuck way with to, us. Way to keep them on the line. Yeah, I'm going to keep you on the line. <laughs> we got more to talk about. Go have a cigarette. Sports. Sports. <laughs> Experience the Artisan Hotel's theme suites, restaurant, bar, pool, and complimentary valet. During the week, the Artisan is a quiet Las Vegas retreat that's great for travelers and locals. The weekend is all about nonstop partying and the award-winning Artisan nightlife. All rooms include free gym access and Wi-Fi. The Artisan Hotel is centrally located between the Strip and downtown Las Vegas. Book your stay at artisanhotel.com. The Artisan Hotel, your unique Las Vegas boutique hotel. In 1974, a tiny little kitchen started selling omelets to locals and tourists in historic downtown Truckee, California. At 10 feet, 3 inches wide, and only 39 seats, guests would have to squeeze in to eat their breakfast. From little beginnings to the big time in Las Vegas, Squeeze In has been featured on Food Network and Forbes for their great food served by genuinely happy people in a super fun environment. Squeeze In has two locations in Las Vegas. Go to their website at squeezein.com for more information. The best choice for convenience, comfort, and value, My Place Hotels are ideal for both short-term and long-term travelers. The rooms at My Place features pillow-top mattresses, microfiber bedding, and a variety of soft and firm pillows. All extended-stay rooms offer their own kitchen, which includes a full-size refrigerator and a cooktop. On-site laundry facilities are also available for extended stays at pet-friendly My Place Hotels. Book your stays online at MyPlaceHotels.com, My Place Hotels, St. George, and West Jordan, Utah. Make My Place your place. KSHP listeners, never miss a moment of your favorite shows when you're on the go. Download the KSHP app on any Android or Apple device. Get the app in the Google Play or App Store on your device by searching for KSHP Las Vegas. Download the app and listen live from anywhere in the world. You can also listen online at KSHP.com. Hear all your favorites like Brian Blessing, Harvey Hyde, and the world-famous radio shopping show. What could be better than that? For more information about the app and how to download it, visit KSHP.com. 
Black Mountain Grill prides itself on being a friendly neighborhood restaurant where great food and great service are always on the menu. Black Mountain Grill serves up an eclectic menu with delightful Pacific Rim fusion, wood-fired pizzas, pastas, juicy steaks, ribs, and even bacon-wrapped prawns with a Thai barbecue sauce. Now open 24-7 for dining or gaming, visit Black Mountain Grill at 11021 Southeastern Avenue in Henderson or visit their website at blackmountaingrill.com. Black Mountain Grill, friendly people, great service. Soho Japanese Restaurant is a multiple-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award and Yelp's Top 100 Places to Eat in the U.S. Chef John Lee is bringing the high-end quality style of a Las Vegas Strip restaurant to locals with his Japanese-Asian fusion cuisine. Stop in and try one of their award-winning plates like garlic salt shell crab or their braised Angus short rib. Visit them at 7377 South Jones Boulevard or check them out online at SohoJapaneseRestaurant.com. Soho Japanese, a unique and delicious experience. And 1400 Man K Sports Radio, Tony Gagliel, Alex D'Ambrosio. I can't talk today for some reason. Um, happy Halloween. Um, what are you going? Are you going to dress as anything? What's going on? I don't dress for Halloween. You suck. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're the most horrible person I have ever met. I mean, I think that's I'm a lot of best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Over Halloween? Dude, you got to dress up as something. I. No, I just don't. Dude, I'm dad from Bluey. I have a whole onesie. It's awesome. From what? Bluey. It's like a Disney Junior show. All right. Bingo, Bluey, Mom and Dad. But it's Mum and Dad because it's Australian. Okay. It's actually a very interesting show. You should watch it. Um, Back to baseball. (laughs) Charlie Morton. Mm -hmm. I want to give this guy massive amounts of credit. Charlie Morton in the second inning of the loss. Loss. I'm sorry. Um, Atlanta Braves, Houston Astros World Series, broke his ankle in the second inning. Broke his ankle. Came back in the third inning and struck out Altuve and got two ground ball outs for a one, two, three. He fractured a bone in his leg. Not his ankle. It's broke. It's in his leg. Like, okay, that's a bigger one. A bigger bone. Yeah. Yeah. So, pushing off the mound Mm -hmm. at how, how old? 37? Uh, I don't know how old he is. He was throwing 96. Okay. With a fractured or broken, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Leg. And one of those plays had to do uh, with the pitcher runs to first. No. Yeah. I didn't know that fact. Yeah, dude ran to first. Like, I love baseball. I watch the World Series, but I have to admit, sometimes I got to go to the bathroom. After, get a beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? After like, a couple of pitches, because they didn't say, oh, he broke his leg. They're like, ooh, that one hurt off the after leg, whatever. And then after a couple more pitches, finally he he took a, a squat type thing. Like, okay, hold on. Something's wrong. And then they're like, all right, well, they pulled him. Uh, update, he's got a broken leg. Oh, my God. Clearly he broke it when the ball hit his leg, and he still stayed in. He was a beast, and the Braves won that game. 
Speaking of which, you have the World Series on tonight on Fox 515 first pitch. Astros are 95-67. However, they do not have the greatest away record. And the Braves are playing at home, trying to close this thing out. Who have not lost at home for the last, like, ten games or something. Wow. Ah. I did actually not know that. You got Tucker Davidson versus Framber Valdez for Houston. Tucker Davidson, this will be a basically relief game. Yeah. Where they're starting Everyone a, pitches. Yeah, yeah. They're starting a relief pitcher. Then they're going to go two innings, four innings. However, however long he's going he's gonna to go. Okay. Valdez also is a relief pitcher. He's 0-1. He's got a 22.5 ERA. I'm sorry, a 22.5? 2 Wow. Decimal. 5-0. Wow. His whip is 4.50. He's only pitched two innings in the playoffs. He has eight hits in those two innings with two home runs. He's starting the game mm. for the Houston Astros. Here's a thought I had the other day. Have Has anybody ever started the game with a reliever and then came in with a pitcher or a starter after that? Yeah. It's called the Los Angeles Dodgers, and yeah. they brought in Clayton Kershaw to finish the game, and he got rocked by a Altuve home run to send or to win the World Series. Does that count? Yeah. Well, how when did he come in? It was the end. Okay, so he was a closer, a they starter a for a closer. I remember that. That was last last year, two years ago, or whatever. Yeah. When he refused to rip his shirt off. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you can call that what you think it is, but I want to see like. A guy come in and pitch one or two innings, and then somebody else comes in and pitches from, like, two to, like, nine. So you want to see the reliever start and then a starter take away the rest of the yeah. game. Yeah. I spent, like, a week trying to think of why somebody would do this, and I cannot think of a reason. Other than the fact that by the time the pitcher comes in, the batters will be, or the starter comes in, the batters will be used to the reliever's pitching. But I, I can't think of a reason to do it. Okay. As a former pitcher, yeah, the only reason I was brought in is change of pace, because I could not throw the ball hard. Mm-hmm. I could throw a curveball, circle change, a fastball, which was not a fastball. <laughs> it was a it was a slow ball. Yeah, but it's a change of pace. People see that all the time in baseball. Major League Baseball, you start a reliever who throws five different pitches. All of a sudden, you got a starter who throws one hundred and one. I mean, that change of pace from just ninety two to one hundred and one is insane. Ninety for me mm-hmm. was max out, low A. Like, you get rocked, man. It's batting practice. Yeah. So you throw a little junk, and then you throw some heat, and then you throw a little junk, then you throw some heat. I mean, that's how great pitchers do it. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of pitchers can't throw 100 yeah. miles an hour. Every time, yeah. I mean, this is Major League Baseball stuff. I'm sure Tucker Davidson can't throw, you know, 97, 98 miles an hour. If he can, that's great, but I'm sure he's only going to last two innings as a reliever. So who you got? I got the Braves. I, I, I mean... It's the lineup thing, and I'm going to go over the lineups with you right now. So Atlanta's lineup to me, it just seems so top-heavy that I'm, like, really interested. Smack um, him in the mouth in the first? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jorge Soler is leading off the game. Mm-hmm. Dude's got 27 home runs leading off. Freddie Freeman's batting second with 31 home runs. Ozzy Albee's got 30 home runs batting third. Austin Riley, he's got 33 home runs batting fourth. Eddie Rosario's even got 14 batting fifth. Adam Duvall's got 38 home runs batting sixth. <laughs> Swanson, their shortstop, has 27 home runs Greatest batting name. eighth. Danby Swanson. Yep. 
Travis D'Arnaud, former Las Vegas 51. Hmm. He's betting in the ninth spot. He's their catcher. I, I just think overall the lineup is better. And let's go to Houston real quick because I want to let's compare. You got home runs all around in Houston, but you don't have 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. It's 12, 12, 15. Now you got your big dogs. Altuve, 31. Alvarez, 33. Tucker, 30. That's it. Mm-hmm. The rest of the team is 8, 15, 12, 12, 0. Brantley, one of their best hitters, hitting 311, only has eight home runs. Hmm. They put the ball in play. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And why is Bregman hitting ninth? Or, I'm sorry, seventh. Valdez hitting ninth, obviously, the pitcher. Now, how many innings do you think they, they go before an American League team like the Houston Astros take out that reliever for a big dog on the bench because let's face it they're gonna have a guy on the bench that can hit yeah they're gonna have to keep somebody on the bench so i mean i i don't know who their bench players are considering their lineup alvarez Gabriel. i mean i'm sure they got good hitters on the bench atlanta is used to this though Atlanta's yeah. used to the national league style of baseball that's why the nl has the advantage yeah i mean they didn't to start yeah houston did atlanta took that away um I just don't see I, – I, it's going to be a close game. I don't see where it goes over, number one. No, I was going to say it's 3-2 to two final type. You think so? Yeah. Even with the reliever starting? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it goes over. Don't think it goes over eight, for sure. And I have the Braves winning even though Houston is minus 121 on the money line. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, we still got our top five strangest thing in sports. Um couple quick questions. Quick hmm. question. Are the Astros continuing to steal signs in their own personal way? They have to be. You don't get Major League Baseball players saying people are stealing signs. They literally don't talk about any other team. You don't hear anything. Uh, Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox. You never hear any of them. They're stealing signs. Nobody ever says it. Somebody in the White Sox straight up said, Michael Kopech. Hey, yeah. you know, it's kind of weird that no, they're... No, no, no. Ryan Tepera. It's kind of weird that their batting average goes up when when they're home, you know. Ethan says 5-2 Braves final. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 4-3 Braves. Walk off. Walk off to win the World Series. Freddie awesome. Freeman. We call a Freeman walk off? Mm-hmm. All right. Give him the MVP. Speaking of which, who's the MVP? Of the season? Of the, of the World of Series. Of the World Series? Hmm. I don't know. Who you got? Uh, to be honest with you, I might go with Rosario. Yeah? Yeah. He's been playing really good. Um, if I'm going MVP as Who, far as like... Who's big, the second baseman for Arizona? Arizona. Arizona. It's Ozzie Albies? Yeah. Yeah, he's played pretty good. Yeah. I'd like to see his playoff numbers real quick. I'm going to pull that up real quick. He had some good plays in the, the game that there were no hitting um, Houston. Mm-hmm. He was making some great... I mean, granted, it was all uh, with the shift and stuff, but he was in the right position, at least. All right, so in the postseason, he's uh, he's got 14 hits, three doubles, two RBIs, five walks, he has struck out 
uh, 12 times, though. Mm. So that's kind of a huge thing. I kind of want to look at Freddie Freeman to see if he has a chance with his postseason stats. If, so it, if he doesn't walk off, I don't think so. Well, I think you're wrong. Um, he's got six runs, 14 hits, two doubles, three home runs, eight RBIs, and 12 walks. So I the mean, walks are huge. It is possible. Uh, Jorge Soler started off the game with a home run um, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. I'm not sure what his entire record of postseason stats are, but let's look at him. He's got two home runs. He's got three RBIs. He's got four walks. I mean, he's got six hits. So we're not talking about MVP here. Maybe, just maybe, for the first time in a long time. Don't say it. A pitcher might get the MVP. I mean, it is possible. I'm not saying that. It's just so unlikely without it being a closer. You know, the like a Rivera to shut him yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I understand that point of it. But I, I, I really wish that, that Borton would have played more than like three or four innings because I would have been like, okay, this guy's the MVP. Yeah. Without a doubt. This guy's the MVP. But... We'll see what happens tonight. It all can change on one game. Like, honestly, without the walk, like you said, without the walk-off, Freeman has a no, no shot. But with the walk-off, yeah. it's over. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not the name. that complicated. It's the name, too. Yeah. He's the face of the team. You want him to have it. Um, did they announce AL and NL I haven't heard MVPs it. or anything like that or Cy Youngs or anything like that? I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard anything like that either. But we'll get into that. Um, how many teams do you think... This is another on-the-spot question. How many teams do you actually think steal signs in baseball? Well, it, it depends on what you're talking about stealing signs. You're talking about a man on second? I'm not talking second? about the guy on the okay. second base reading. The, the, this is base, That's baseball. That's I'm, just the way it is. You change up your sign because the guy in second can yeah, see it. Yeah. I'm talking about stealing signs like that's a fastball, that's a curveball. Like, like there's a quote that's, uh, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah, I get it, but when you're cheating, you're cheating. Yeah. I think that people will talk in the bench and try and decide what the pitcher's doing, see if they're tipping a pitch or something. All the time. All the time. But do I think that teams have a camera facing the the catcher that's relaying it to somewhere else? Or I mean, that was. I'm just saying. I over don't. The top. I don't think it happens more as much as you think. How about in the NFL? Do in you the think NFL, teams steal practice tapes more than you think? Yeah, I think the fact that you. The reason baseball is successful to to tell the pitcher what to do is you cover your mouth, you can't see what they're saying. You put down a sign that's a certain code. In the NFL, you put your headphones on and you scream to the guy in the middle of the field. If you take out a walkie-talkie and you tune to that channel, you could hear what he's saying. Gotcha. And it's happened at a lot of stadiums, mainly the good team stadiums like uh, Gillette, uh, Gillette, Gillette? Yeah. Gillette Gillette Stadium. Uh, they've said, hey, you know, it's kind of weird. Our headset stopped working in the fourth quarter when it was tied. Yeah. Things like that. So tampering in any way, I would consider that cheating. So I think it happens more in football than in, in baseball. What's funny to me is that, okay, so let's say, for example, you're going to play the Saints in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and you're the coach of the Jets. I know you hate the Jets, but whatever. You're going to play the Saints in the Super Bowl. It's AFC, NFC. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees is available as a coach. Mm-hmm. Would you hire him right before the Super Bowl because Sean Payton's the coach? Hell yeah, you would. I mean, hell yeah, you would. Because you want to know everything Sean Payton knows. If, and I think the NFL was, does that more than not. If it was legal, then yeah. 
It is legal. I don't know. I don't Absolutely, it's legal. You can hire whatever, whoever the hell you want, now, whatever the hell you want. So who am I in the Jets? Am I the owner? You think you're the coach? You want? You so want, I'm going to hire. You want uh, Drew, Drew Brees as my yeah, consultant? Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You're you going to do it, dude. You can hire anybody that used to play for the team. They don't change signs that often. No, and especially you have the same head coach. Yeah, exactly. It's the so same if you have coach. The same head coach that coached you. He obviously knows insider information of what the offense looks like and how the offense runs and what the defense looks like, even because he practices with it every day. Yeah, this happens more than not in the NFL, and I think people actually take it for granted because people get signed from other teams in division mm-hmm. all the time just to see what the other players were doing and what the other teams were doing in their offensive and defensive schemes. I'm going to leave it at that. I think there's a lot more underneath that just the common fan does not know about. Yeah. So, I don't know. Tony Gagliano. Getting some Spygate stuff there. Yeah. Alex D'Ambrosio. We'll be right back. Man Cave Sports AM 1400. And then a top five. Then a top five. Shopping is always easy with the Radio Shopping Show. Whether it's shopping during any one of our live shows right here on AM 1400 or listening live on the KSHP app, you can always call in at 702-221-7283 to pick up great deals with your favorite host. Or shop 24-7 at KSHP.com. Go to KSHP.com and select Shopper's Guide to browse hundreds of businesses featured on the show. Place your order online and we'll have it shipped right to your front door. With so many possibilities, it's hard not to shop. What? The Retreat on Charleston Peak is an elegant rustic lodge elevated 6,700 feet in Kyle Canyon. The Retreat is a local's getaway featuring cozy hardwood floor rooms, a pet-friendly facility, and beautiful scenery surrounding the entire resort. Don't forget to grab a bite at the Canyon Restaurant, now serving dine-in, takeout, or curbside pickup. The Retreat on Charleston Peak is also perfect for weddings, banquets, and corporate events. Make your reservation today at RetreatOnCharlestonPeak.com. That's RetreatOnCharlestonPeak.com. What? As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com. KSHP app on the Google Play or App Store. Tony Gagliano with Alex D'Ambrosio. 702-221-7283 is the top line. Feel free to call in any week, 2 to 4. We are always here on Sundays. We are getting... And they're going to replay our stuff in the middle of the night. Hey! I don't know what time, but I'm excited for it. I'd love to listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually excited for it, too. Um, We're going to do... Another top five, the second hour top five, is the top five strangest things that we have seen in sports. I don't want to hear our top five intro again. Okay. So I'll go with that. 
I wasn't ready. So sorry. Man Games Sports Top 5 Strangest Things We've Seen in Sports in Honor of Halloween. You're going to start number five this time. All right. Um, in baseball, if you throw your glove at the ball, you're awarded three bases. What? Yeah. So if you're playing first, the ball gets hit near you and you miss it. So you take your glove off and you throw it at it. If you touch the ball, the runner at first gets three bases. Actually, all base, all runners get three bases. What? Pretty cool. I mean, that's insane. I've never seen it happen. But I've seen somebody throw the glove at a ball, and the announcer says, like, oh, God, don't do it, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah. I like it, though. All right. My number five is David Tyree's helmet catch. Mm. That has to be mo- one of the most weirdest things I've ever seen in any sports game. And it just happened to be on fourth and something in the Super Bowl where Manning got was going down. sack yeah. of, like, three people. Because Manning's so mobile. Yeah. Um, for sure. Eli. I mean, either Manning. <laughs> I mean, for real. Uh, even Joe Buck was Archie. like, he's going to be tackled behind for a loss. Oh, no, he's still oh, up. No. And then there's crazy glue on David Tyree's <laughs> helmet, and the ball stuck Do there. you remember those commercials where they were like, it was like an ESPN-type commercial, but like for like Thursday Night Baseball, and it was, uh, I think it was Krupp was like going around and like doing little things that like making it be part of history so he was chewing a piece of gum and he was like Ugh, and he sticks it on a helmet <laughs> and then david tyree puts the helmet on that was funny oh uh, no i didn't see that it I was gotta, pretty good i'm gonna I try to find check it out the link for sure all right uh my number four is kind of a twofer um five you're five my five was throwing the glove oh that's right that's right because i started my number four is uh when the puck gets stuck in a goalie's helmet in the players underneath the visor, or the one time a baseball got stuck to Molina's chest, which I yeah, still haven't figured out how that happened. Well, the pad split. I get it, but like perfectly. Yeah. So the ball was just—he <laughs> couldn't. Find, he was looking around. Where's the ball? Where's the ball? And he just stands there, stuck to his chest protector. Absolutely. That was bizarre. It is bizarre. Uh, another bizarre thing that happened, which is uh, my number four, is uh, Patrick Kane winning the Stanley Cup in overtime versus the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, everybody on the face of the earth, except for Patrick Kane, <laughs> knew had where that, no idea where the hell the <laughs> they puck knew was. that puck was not in the net. Yeah, Patrick Kane just throws his gloves and stick up in the air, and he's running. He's like, "Yeah, we won the Stanley Cup," and the team's like, "Huh? What is he doing? Yeah, where's the puck?" <laughs> Even the refs had to go to review, and they're like, "Oh yeah, cross, but it's under the plastic." Yeah, like when does that happen? The most anticlimactic Stanley Cup final. Yeah, for forty-eight years we waited for that. <laughs> <laughs> to not know you won right, in overtime. We won the cup. What, what are you yelling about? Like he, he ran down, and Auntie Ronta was like, "What? Like it, it's over? <laughs> Whatever. It happens. Did, did we win? Uh, my number three is the butt fumble. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, doesn't matter how old I get. You run into your own offensive lineman, fall down, ball comes out, 
You ran face first into his <sighs> ass. Dude, he looked so little. <laughs> I, I don't understand how um, a human being can look like a child after running to another man's butt, <laughs> falling down, ball pops out, Patriots are like, hey, let me grab this and run into the house. Oh, my God. What number was that? My three. That was your three? Yeah, so your three. All right. My three is the man who caught the foul ball at a baseball game in his beer cup that was full while holding a baby. Mm. This just happened last yeah. year. And then chugged it. And then chugged the beer with the ball in it. It is a it is a new tradition of if you catch the beer or if you catch the ball in your beer, which I don't know why you try it, but people do but it. But it never every, happens. People really. do it like every year. There was one last year of this girl that did it. And the girl caught it. She wasn't even paying attention. She was talking to her friend. It lands in her cup. She gets covered in beer. Oh, what the hell? Everyone's is like, drink it! <laughs> she stands up and downs the beer. And nice. obviously not much beer can tell because there's a ball in it keeping the beer from falling out. But incredible. That's awesome. Uh, my number two in the most bizarre things we've seen in sports is the uh, Broncos brown and yellow jersey with the stripes. and Oh, my God. It's just the jersey is the weirdest thing you've yeah. seen? Yeah. It was, it was like yellow and brown. Costume. It was the ugliest yeah. thing I've ever seen. They wore it for like AFC 100th whatever throwback crap. It was ugly. Oh, my God. I hear it. Ah. I, I, I remember. I'm going to find it for you. I remember. Uh, my number two, and then we're going to go to break before our number one. My number two is the replacement ref Hail Mary between the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> and the Green Bay Packers, where Aaron Rodgers threw a hail. No. Sorry. Was it Rodgers who threw it, or was it Russell Wilson? Doesn't no, matter. No, it doesn't matter. Whoever caught it in the end zone, one referee said touchdown, and the other one said interception. It is a touchback. And no one could figure out what the hell was going on the in the field. The best part was the referees look at each other, and they're supposed to like yeah, have this moment. Like this, yeah. with his hands over his head waving like a touchback, and one throws his arms up because he sees the other hands go up <laughs> on the ref as a touchdown. So it is... Was literally the worst thing I've ever heard. Speaking of the worst thing I've ever heard, we have a band practicing next to us. Yeah, apparently. And they're probably the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, too. <laughs> We're going to get back here. AM 1400, Man Cave Sports. Oh, my God, they're bad. <laughs> The National Atomic Testing Museum is a national science, history, and educational institution that tells the story of America's nuclear weapons testing program at the Nevada test site. Located at 755 East Flamingo Road, just east of Paradise, the museum offers immersive, interactive experts for guests of all ages. The museum is Smithsonian certified and open seven days a week. For more information, visit nationalatomictestingmuseum.org. That's nationalatomictestingmuseum.org. 
Whether you're a corporate executive, on a family vacation, or just passing through, St. George Inn & Suites will meet your specific needs. It's conveniently located near restaurants, shopping, and movie theaters. St. George Inn & Suites offers a variety of room types, two fabulous pools and jacuzzis, a fitness center, a free full hot buffet breakfast, and laundry facilities. To make your booking, call 435-673-6661 or book online at stgeorgeinnhotel.com. You need to stop in Southern Utah? Make that stop at St. George Inn & Suites. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and the latest lines on every game. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards on every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino, Fiesta Wildfire, or the El Cortez. Details at the Sportsbooks. A great time! Your entertainment destination, the South Point, invites you to experience the ultimate great time under one roof. Bowling, dancing, a live show, a movie, delicious dining, and one of South Point's 11 restaurants. So much to see, so much to do. You won't know where to start first. This week, make it a South Point week and discover for yourself why the South Point is your entertainment destination for a great time. Best of Las Vegas winners each of the last two years. Glazed Donuts is a family business. Taste the passion and quality in each delectable handmade donut. Experience amazing fresh donuts at Glazed Donuts. Located at 6545 South Fort Apache Road on the southwest corner of Sunset. Glaze is open every day from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you're interested in large orders, please call them at 702-246-2888. Follow Glaze on Facebook and Instagram where they're showing off all their delicious treats. And check them out at glazedonutslv.com. Experience the Artisan Hotel's theme suites, restaurant, bar, pool, and complimentary valet. During the week, the Artisan is a quiet Las Vegas retreat that's great for travelers and locals. The weekend is all about nonstop partying and the award-winning Artisan nightlife. All rooms include free gym access and Wi-Fi. The Artisan Hotel is centrally located between the Strip and downtown Las Vegas. Book your stay at artisanhotel.com. The Artisan Hotel, your unique Las Vegas boutique hotel. AM 1400, Man Cave Sports Radio. Download the app, KSHP Las Vegas on the Google Player App Store. Call in, 702-221-7283. Top line. Love some Tom Petty. Last dance with Mary Jane. We're going to get to our number one, the top five. Top five strangest things we've seen in sports. Number one. My number one is tripping on an empty net or any sort of penalty on a breakaway on an empty net automatic in goal. hockey is an automatic goal. I've seen it happen once. I've seen Marianne it almost Hosa, happen. I saw it happen to Hosa. Right. We saw it together happen to Hosa. Yeah. And then I saw it happen to Tampa uh, a couple of games after. They didn't end up calling it a penalty, whatever. Anyway, I think they called icing out of it. But it was, it was weird. But uh, it very bizarre. I didn't know that could happen until I saw it happen. And yeah, it makes, I mean... It, it makes, makes perfect sense. sense because when you're thinking about it, if let's say, uh, i.e., Marion Hosa was on a breakaway and it's him against nobody, yeah, 
and you go ahead and trip him, I mean, who's there to say? Why, the why do you shot? get to put a goalie back nah. in? Why do you get a penalty shot? Do you get an empty net penalty shot? That Fine. means that everybody that goes on a breakaway towards an empty net has full on opportunity to get slashed, tripped, hurt, anything. Yeah, like they can just full on just, just you know, whack him. That's it. Yeah. Slash him across the face. As long as he doesn't take the shot, you got your goalie back in the net? I don't think so. Right. Why would you not try and intentionally hurt them? Makes sense. Strangest thing I've ever seen in the world of sports came with the Texas Rangers and Jose Canseco. (laughs) Jose Canseco was playing center field for the Texas Rangers at the time. And a ball was hit pretty damn high and deep. And Jose really didn't know how to play center field that good. So he's reaching back towards the wall, trying to find, because he stepped on the warning track, obviously. He's reaching back towards the wall. Didn't find the wall, so he put his hand down. When he put his hand down, his glove moved a little bit to catch the ball. And instead of the glove landing, or the ball landing in his glove, the ball hit him right on top of the freaking head and went over the wall for a home run. I have never seen that before in my life. I've seen it bounce off gloves. I've seen it bounce off gloves. Making a a hell of a a try at something that's probably going to go over or be a triple or inside the park home run. But standing underneath the ball. That ball was a routine fly ball. It was in play. He didn't he didn't get it robbed and his glove fell off. That happens a lot. He was underneath it. It was underneath the ball and it went right on the top of his head over the wall. And I think the best part about it, not only is that a home run, you're right. Yeah. But his reaction of him looking like a jackass. Yeah, uh, any sort of insult you want. He's looking stupid, well, rubbing his head like, oh, where'd the ball go? Over the wall. That's a home run, buddy. You First gave of all, him a you know run. that freaking hurt. Oh, yeah. Whew. Second of all, if anybody's ever slapped somebody on the top of a baseball hat, there's a big <laughs> metal button oh, yeah. on the top. And it hurts like hell. So yep. either that ball hit him square in the head or it hit him right on that button and it went over the wall. So. I'm surprised the steroid freak wasn't knocked out. Yeah. That's probably why he wasn't knocked or out. Or roid rage after that. It was the back acne. Yeah. It helped him out. Did you know he got kicked out of the uh, Mexican Baseball League for steroids? No. Yeah. After he was kicked out of baseball, he went, you know, did his little publicity tours and made books and stuff like that. So he wants to still play baseball. So he goes down to Mexico to do the Mexican League. And... Gets kicked out of ba- out of the Mexican baseball league because of steroid use. Unfreaking believable. No, nah. I didn't know that. Before we go, CFL scores. Yeah, Saskatchewan Roughriders beat the Montreal Cheesebirds Alouettes nineteen fourteen <laughs> yesterday, October 29th. Tiger Cats took down the Elks in thirty nine twenty three. Uh, twenty nine thirty one yesterday in overtime. The Argonauts beat the BC Lions. The Stampeders beat the Red Blacks twenty six to thirteen. The Blue Bombers forty five nothing over the BC Lions. Oh. Um, that was uh, October twenty third last week. And um, in the standings now, since we have two divisions in the East, the Argonauts are up. In first place, seven and four. The Tiger Cats right behind them at six and five. And in the West Division, Winnipeg Blue Bombers ten and one. Saskatchewan Rough Riders seven and four. <laughs> Ethan's Argonauts are in first place. My Tiger Cats are right behind them. Your wife, my wife's Cheesebirds are, are, are tied with my Tiger Cats. And then, and then the biggest CFL fan, of, CFL fan of them all, Alex. His Red Blacks are two and ten. And they've lost five consecutive games. All at home. Oh, God. Really? really? I love that. <laughs> I, wait, I just have to say this. 
So there's the East and West Division. The yeah. West Division has five teams. The East Division has four teams. Mm-hmm. There's four of us yeah. that we know that watch <laughs> CFL football, <laughs> no. and all of our teams just happen to be in the East Division. Yeah. All so we do is beat the crap out of each division. other. Yeah. Yeah. So Toronto's Ethan's, Hamilton Tiger Cats, mine, Montreal Alouettes are Kristen's, and the Ottawa Red Blacks are Alex. Which the Red Blacks won the damn uh, Grey Cup, what, yeah. three years ago? Yeah. Not even. Tiger Cats were in it last year, lost to Winnipeg, who's 10-1, and and they look like they're going to win it again, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. This team looks really good. To be honest with you, I don't see any team in the East beating Winnipeg. They're just going to run over everybody, and if they get upset, I will be friggin' shocked. But for those of you who don't know CFL, what's the best rule in CFL, Alex? The Rouge. The Rouge. What's the Rouge? <laughs> There's no touchback. There's no touchback. If the ball goes in the end zone, which is 20 yards deep or 15 yards deep, whatever it is, you have to get the ball out. Or you give them a single point. So you can be up one single one nothing on the opening kickoff. One single point. You imagine that? Opening kickoff, you kick to the deep corner, you can't get out of the end zone. One nothing. One nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I love that sport. I really do. I just heard somebody else, some radio show making fun of CFL. The Rouge? Oh, the only people that watch CFL are people who are trying to act like they're football fans. I'm like, the hell with that? I watch CFL before the NFL. I watch college before the NFL. College first. I watch college before CFL. I will watch the NFL before CFL. I go Unless college, it's CFL, <laughs> if it's Hamilton. Yeah, if it's Hamilton, I, I, I'll i watch that over any NFL game besides Chicago Bears. You know you're not watching the Ottawa Red Blacks over the Giants game. No, I would not. So you're in the same boat as me. But if it's Monday night, like... Tomorrow, tomorrow's Monday Night Football. I guess the Giants are playing. Cowboys game. Okay. Never mind. Well, let's just but say with the, the Cowboys play, and Eagles. Exactly. Cowboys, Eagles, Monday You're watching night. the Red Blacks. Or if it's Red Blacks and Tiger Cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Kidding me? Obviously. <laughs> TSN, baby. <laughs> Tony Aglio. Alex D'Ambrosio. This is Man Cave Sports Radio. AM 1400 KSHP. Make sure to download that app. At KSHP Las Vegas. Download it on the Google Player App Store. We'll be back next week, 2 to 4. Right here. Unfortunately, your jobs.